Okay. This is an opening to a drunk episode. Do what you will with it. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I just want to say that right now. Welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. First and foremost, let me say, welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. I am drunk. So, probably whatever you hear from this point on, 2.53 a.m., Monday, April the 22nd, is probably going to be as real as humanly possible. So, let me just say this. I've not been on the air in a while. And I'll tell you why I've not been on the air in a while. Number one, I've been super, super busy. I've been uh, working my ass off. And I've also been uh, playing cards and uh, stuff like that. So, it's kind of a, you know... Well, I've just not been, I've just not been, uh, I've just not been in the fucking mood, just being real honest with you. So, we're going to talk about some stuff tonight. We're going to start with the Trump News Network. Uh, there's not going to be any intro. This is news versus news. We're going to start with the uh, Trump News Network, which is Fox News. We all know that they're in the bag for Trump. For whatever reason, I'm just going to tell you right now, as a libertarian, a lot of what Trump does pisses me off. But a lot of what he does, I'm okay with. (sighs) But they're trying to start a constitutional crisis. Uh, Pelosi and them are. Let me read you a little bit. This is uh, April the 22nd. Democrat leaders reject immediate impeachment protocols to urgent conference call. Okay, I probably didn't sound good right there. But we're going to read a little bit of it and uh, try to discuss some of it in an intoxicated way. And before you go any further in Kevin's podcast show, I want you all to let you know I'm pretty damn smart. I'm not the smartest person on the planet, but I'm pretty fucking smart. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about some stuff. Leaders of the House this is Fox News, so we don't get confused. Leaders of the House Democratic Party backed off the idea of immediately launching impeachment proceedings against President Trump in an urgent conference call Monday evening amid a growing rift among the party's rank-and-file members, potential presidential contenders, and committee chairs on the contentious issue. Let me tell you what that boils down to. There's certain amounts of... um, There are people who are running for the Democratic nomination... Mostly Elizabeth Warren, who um, know that the only way they're going to beat Trump is to impeach him. 
Well, they feel like that they're going to impeach Trump, and that's going to cause them to be impeached. And in the uh, in the end result, they're going to be able to be president, which is not true. Listen, I'm not a huge 100% Trump fan, but as far as I'm concerned. Some bitch is doing a pretty fucking good job. And they know that they can't beat him. So, okay, let's go ahead and read the article. Fox News is told by two senior sources, senior sources. I really apologize for being drunk. But we're, gonna, we're just going to go with it. Two senior sources on the private conference call that even House... Financial Services Committee Chair Maxine Waters. You know Maxine Waters. She's called for the impeachment of Trump several times because, well, she's a fucking cunt. I don't want us to tell you. Anti-Trump firebrand. They called her an anti-Trump firebrand. I call her an anti-Trump cunt. It's probably not politically correct give a fuck I'm drunk I don't care told fellow Democrats that while she personally favored going forward with impeachment proceedings she was not pushing for other members to join her now let me tell you what that means okay first off I'm drunk so anything I say from this point forward discount 100% wait let me say that again from anything that I say from this point forward, discount 109%. So if you believe anything that I say from this point forward, it's on your ear. I'm just saying. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi from California. And I just want to say, she's been a Democrat from... She's been a House of Representative Democrat from California for about... 30 fucking years. So what does she really know about people? But anyway, she is the House Majority Leader. She is three heartbeats away from, well, two heartbeats away from the president. If the president dies and the vice president dies, guess what? It's Nancy goddamn Pelosi. Okay, House Producer. Let me say that again. House Speaker. God. Okay. I'm really not pretending here, folks. I'm pretty fucking drunk. My knee hurt really bad. I took a pain pill and drunk a lot of alcohol. So, it is what it is. This is unabashed as it gets. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat from California, and the... Her leadership team were clear that they were no immediate plans to move forward with the impeachment. Fox News is also told well-placed sources said it was a spirited 87-minute call involving more than 170 Democratic members, including House Intelligence Committee Chair Adam Schiff, which the president, President Trump, Donald Trump, has called Adam Shit on Twitter. 
and House Oversight Committee Chair Elijah Cummings. Now, let me just say this about Elijah Cummings. I might have lost a lot of listeners at this point in the KPS show, but I'm going to say Elijah Cummings, um, he was friends with... um, Well, I can't remember his name from, because uh, I'm drunk. That's why. But the the guy from South Carolina, I, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. But they were friends, and I'm just going to say that uh, they had a hundred, wait, let me say that again, drunk. So I'm trying to say this as best as I can. Eight minutes and 47 seconds into the broadcast. 170 Democratic members. I don't know how you get 170 members on a conference call, but they were, including House Intelligence Committee Adam Schiff and House Oversight Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings. We have have to save our democracy, Pelosi said, according to the sources. This isn't about Democrats or Republicans. It's about our democracy. If it is what we need to do to honor our responsibility to the Constitution, if that's the place the facts takes us, that's the place we have to go. Let me just say this. I want to say this about Nancy Pelosi. She is about as drunk as I am right now. Most of the time. She probably shouldn't be Speaker of the House, but they elected her Speaker of the House. It is what it is. As a Libertarian, I will say this. I get really tired of the government telling me what to believe and what to do. So I don't believe Fox. I don't believe NBC. I don't believe ABC. I don't believe CNN. Fuck them all. They're all full of shit. They all have their own agendas. But, according to this, this is Fox News, Trump News Network, 87 Democrat members, including the House, including Adam Schiff and Elijah Cummings, we have to save our democracy. This is according to Pelosi. Pelosi. She's kind of a drunk. Not unlike I am right at this moment. about Democrats or Republicans. It isn't about saving our democracy. It is about what we need to do to honor our responsibility to the Constitution. And God damn it, I'm really for that. I'm really for honoring the Constitution. Because I'm really tired of people abusing the system and trying to tell me what I can and cannot do as an American. I digress. Pelosi asserted that more investigations were needed. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, goddamn, we had almost three years of investigation with the Mueller report, and it come back and said, We are negative for collusion with the Russians. Negative! God damn it, we are negative! Okay, I apologize. But really... Mueller report, negative. 
five specific times he said in the Mueller report, there's no collusion. Okay. Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi. Let me remind my listeners of the Kevin's Podcast Show and the dozens and dozens of listeners that are out there. And I'm going to put this fucker out there. God damn it, I'm going to put it out there. And um, Morton Salt, if you're listening, you just got to deal with it. Okay, Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, Democrat, asserted that more investigations were needed. We've had three years. Three goddamn years of investigation. But, okay, we don't have to go down to articles of impeachment to obtain facts, the presentation of effects. What the, let me read that again. Because I'm kind of drunk. I'm going to say it again. We don't have to go to in articles of impeachment to obtain the facts, the presentation of facts. Let me read that one more time because I'm drunk. So I want to make sure that it's clear. This is Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, the leader of the opposition uh, Democrats. We don't have to go to articles of impeachment to obtain the facts, the presentation of the facts. That sounds fucked up to me. But okay, she said that. Waters, this would be um, Maxine Waters. And I just want to point out that Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi have both been representatives of uh shit they've been in congress for 30 plus years okay let me put off a little side note right here side note for kevin's podcast show i don't know whether i'm still getting the dozens and dozens of listeners out there but i'm just gonna say this right now um when the uh when the when the um, when the forefathers set all this stuff up, what they decided was that we were supposed to have the House of Representatives, which was supposed to be a um, these were citizen representatives. These were supposed to be people who were uh, thought highly of in their representation area. You know, like I'm in East Tennessee. Got no lies to tell. I'm East Tennessee. So, in East Tennessee, say, we're going to say Morgan uh, Blank. Okay? I'm going to call him Morgan Blank. Let's say Morgan Blank was a representative of East Tennessee in the respect that he had a nice uh, business going and everybody respected him and he was he was good in his dealings with everybody and we said you know what Morgan Blank we're going to send you to Congress to represent East Tennessee because god damn it you're fucking awesome and Morgan Blank said you know what I don't really want to go but you know what uh, okay I'm going to go for two years and he was a citizen representative Two years. 
And then he come back and he started doing his work again. And he just started where he left off. And he started Morgan Blank Enterprises. And he resumed all the business. But that's not what happened with Nancy Pelosi and Maxine Waters. Those two fucking cunts. Bitches. Whores. Pieces of shit. Okay. Well, I digress. I apologize right off the bat. I probably shouldn't call them bitches, whores, and cunts. I apologize. But I will say this. They shouldn't have been in Congress all that time. They've been in Congress all that time. And I don't feel like that's what our original um, representatives want to do. Okay, but I'm going to keep reading this. This is from the Fox News Network. This means it's the Trump News Network. Okay. Andy Pratt. I'm, I'm, if you've made it this far, 16, almost 17 minutes in, I'm talking to you. Waters' hesitation and Pelosi's remarks signaled clearly that for the time being, any impeachment effort would struggle to gain steam. Let me tell you why. Before I read anything any further, I'm not. This is this is as green as it gets. I'm reading this up. Uh, a. I'm reading it firsthand off the bat. I'm reading it right off the presses. I've not had any time to digest it or anything else. That's a. And b. I'm gonna say that uh, these are my first thoughts. And what I say is is that these people don't want Donald Trump to be impeached because they know that the same shit that he's done, and Donald Trump's guilty of some stuff. I mean, just say right off the bat, he's done some good things. Uh, I'm not opposed to a wall. I damn sure am not opposed to getting the fuck out of Syria. We should have done that a long time ago. And the economy's going good, and unemployment's going good, and all those kind of things. Okay, so let's put that all over on the side for just a second. Let me just say that they know that if they impeach Donald Trump, that's going to open themselves up to impeachment, not necessarily for themselves, but for their party. Okay, 18 and a half minutes in. Here we go. Maxine Waters' hesitation and Nancy Pelosi's remarks signaled clearly that for the time being, any impeachment effort would struggle to gain steam. Just last week, Waters, a Democrat of California... Let me look up for just a second. Maxine Waters. Let's see when she was first elected. Maxine, I'm going to Google here. Maxine Waters. Let's see... Let's go back by the bullshit here. First off, she's 80 years old. 80 fucking years old. I thought I was out of touch at 52. She's 80 fucking years old. She was elected in 1990. Upon the retirement of Augustus F. Hawkins, she was elected in 1990. 
29 years ago. If you are 29 years old or younger, Maxine Waters has been in the goddamn uh, U.S. House of Representatives since then. Clearly, this woman does not know what uh, the fuck she's talking about. Okay, I apologize to anybody that might be offended by fuck and other curse words I might use. But on the other hand, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. This is Kevin's podcast show, and I'll say what I fucking please. And right now I'm talking about Maxine Goddamn Waters, who's been in the office for 29 goddamn years, and she's 80 years old. Anyway, Walter's hesitation and Nancy Pelosi's remarks signal clearly that for the time being, any impeachment effort would struggle to gain steam. Just last week, Maxine Waters, Democrat California, took a far more aggressive tone, charging that Congress, a failure to impeach, is in complicity in the face of erosion of our democracy and congressional norms. Really? Maxine Waters also called Attorney General Bill Barr a lackey, which is like a slave, saying he was not being respectful to Congress. Barr held a news conference presenting a special counsel Robert Mueller's collusions and had referred bluntly to the FBI surveillance of the Trump campaign as spying. Let me just say this, and I'm probably not making this very clear as a drunk individual. My first drunk podcast, by the way. Drunk, hashtag drunk podcast. If you're on social media, let's do hashtag Drunk podcast. Okay. Um, before President Trump was elected, and I'm not 100% on board with President Trump. Let me say that right off the bat. I'm not a 100% President Trump fan. Hang on a minute. My fucking mic's falling down. Let me fix that some bitch. Hang on. You're going to hear some bumps and shit going on. It's totally unprofessional. I don't know what to fucking do. Okay. There we go. Um. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. President Obama. Okay. As I understand it. They started off investigating Hillary. And they said, I ain't nothing here. And they started investigating Trump after that. And they, they, as in the President of the United States at the time, uh, that would be uh, Barack Hussein Obama, started uh, listening to the to the Trump campaign. I believe they uh, put bugs in his office and that sort of thing. It's all fucked up. Let me just tell you something. The Republicans and the Democrats are fucked up. Both sides, they're all fucked up. There's, there's no... There is no fuck. There is no fucked. They're all fucked up. Okay. So let me read this. 
Maxine Waters has called Attorney General Bill Barr a lackey, saying he was not being respectful to Congress. Barr, Bill Barr, appointed by Trump, by the way, I want to be very clear about that, held a news conference presenting a special counsel, Robert Mueller. He uh, was chosen by the Congress. Uh, used to be a... Used to be a um, member of the Marine Corps and that sort of thing. So, it's kind of above reproach. Conclusions that has referred bluntly to the FBI surveillance. That's hard to say. FBI surveillance of the Trump campaign is spying. Let me tell you right now. If you surveil a presidential candidate at the time was Trump. That's spying. Ranking Democrats, uh, even uh, as he said, the important issue was whether the spying was properly predicated. But on the call Monday night, Waters, Maxine Waters, took a more muted tone and said she was simply saying that she personally thought not demanding impeachment proceedings. Okay, she has... Okay, let me get up to my microphone here. Let me say this. Maxine Waters has called many times for the impeachment of Donald Trump. Let me tell you, I have three... Let me see. Yeah, I have three words for you. Pot. Kettle. Black. Let me say those three words again. Pot, kettle, black. Maxine Waters has about as much moral high ground as uh, Donald Trump does. Okay. Congress is currently on a two-week recess, and representatives are scattered across the country, which means you can write whatever you want, whatever you ever had you want to say it, and nobody's going to be able to confirm or deny, so God damn it, we'll just say whatever we want. The brewing fractures among the Democrats were evident on the Sunday talk show circuit as Shift, Adam Pencilneck Shift, as Trump has called him, he's a Democrat from California. It is so fucking wonderful that all these fucking Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, Maxine Waters, they all come from Dem- from from California. And you know what pisses me off about that? Is I'm from East fucking Tennessee. And they think that they can dictate how I feel and what I feel because they have more people there. Fuck them. But let's get back to what the article says. The brewing fractures among the Democrats were evident on the Sunday talk show as Adam Schiff, Democrat, California, told Fox News that the impeachment question presented was a very difficult decision. Quote, a very difficult decision. And that it would take the next couple of weeks to determine. No shit. Let's just say that if we're going to determine the fate of our goddamn country... Let's take as much time as needed. Anyway, 
was going to say here is not possible yet, but I can foresee that the possible coming. Possibly coming. Cummings, a Democrat from Maryland, said on CBS News, Face the Nation. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, Democrat of Maryland, said Democrats would be wise to instead focus on the upcoming presidential election. In other words, this is what's going to happen. Let me just say this right now. You can distill all of my drunken rant and raving up to this point, my 28 seconds plus seconds so far. The Democrats are going to run somebody against Trump. And if that doesn't work, and it probably won't because Trump's probably going to win because people vote with their pocketbooks, even the black vote, even the... Even the Hispanic vote's going to go for Trump. That's my prediction. But anyway, if Trump wins, then they will start impeachment hearings. If he loses, they don't give a fuck. Let me say that one more time. Let me be just as clear as humanly possible. If the Democrats win and beat Donald Trump, they will not give a fuck and they will not proceed with impeachment proceedings. However, if Donald Trump wins, they will proceed to impeach him because they will know that they were losing. Okay, I'm going to take another drink of alcohol at this point. Probably not advised, but I'm going to do it anyway. 29 minutes in, almost 30. Pretty damn tasty. Okay. Obstruction of justice, if proven, would be impeachable. No shit. This is New York Representative Jerry Nadler. You ever notice how all the Democratic representatives from New York and California try to dictate everything else that goes on in the country? This is what I have to say to them. Fuck you. Anyway, obstruction of justice, if proven, would be impeachable. That's fucking... Don't tell me some shit that's already... I already know that. Meet the press is where he said this. He said that uh, we would, quote, see where the facts lead us. No kid. Nadler issued a subpoena on Monday for documents and testimony from former White House counsel Donald McGahn, who resisted Trump's call to fire Mueller, according to special counsel firing findings. Let me just say this. The way that all this is set up, the way that... Um, special counsels and the FBI and the uh, Department of Justice and the Attorney General and all those sort of things are set up. I'm just a guy from East Tennessee, and I don't know shit from apple butter, but this is what I know. None of that stuff is set up 
for us, the people, to get a fair shake. So, all this bullshit that's going on is exactly that. Okay. Nadler said the hearings will aim to provide the public with a robust understanding of what's at stake in these matters and an opportunity to hear from key witnesses who would speak directly to the question of obstruction, abuse of power, and corruption that may be committed by the president or his allies. Well, I'm just going to say right now, I'm not necessarily a Trump fan, okay? But so far, the economy's going pretty good. We've got the fuck out of Syria, which, as a libertarian, is a fucking good deal. And I think we need to get the fuck out of Afghanistan. We need to get the fuck out of Iraq. And, well, we need to get the fuck out of a lot of places. But getting the fuck out of Syria was a good idea. Okay. Let's see. Okay. I know this is disconjointed. Y'all can listen to it or not. It is what it is. I'm not going to say I don't care because I do care. I love all you all uh, Kevin's Podcast Show listeners. And I appreciate the fact that you all been around for the last few weeks and that we've just now put out a, um, a uh, show. I've had a lot of things on my mind. <sighs> so, I'm just talking about them right now. Okay. But a gig. But a gig. But a gig. But a gig. B U T T I G I E G. But a gig. But a gig. I'm just going to say that this guy is the first uh, openly gay mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and he's running for president? I don't know. Listen, people, let me just say this right now. Let me say this right off the bat. I don't give a fuck if you suck dick or not. I don't care. I do not give a fuck. If President Trump, okay, they're trying to impugn him at a certain level. Let's say this. They're trying to impugn the president at a certain level over, um, they're trying to say that he hired Russian prostitutes to go pee on a bed for him. Okay, let's say that he did. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. If that's what he gets gets off on, how does that affect how he leads? Doesn't really. And I say that to say this, how does... Uh, but a gig, or however he say his name, South Bend, Indiana mayor. You see? You see? Do you see? Because I see, and it may just be that I'm drunk, but I, I'm just saying, I don't care what your personal life is. If you're leading the country and you're doing a good job, I gives a fuck. Okay. Let's say this right off right. Pete, but a gig, town hall starts now. Here's what you need to know. Pete, but a gig, 
The mayor of South Bend, Indiana, officially launched his Democratic presidential race last week and was largely unknown over a month ago. But a gig who served as a naval officer in Afghanistan, good for him, glad he did, would be, well, I say glad, I'm, let me get off on a tangent here for just a second. All these people who say, Hey, I'm glad about you serving in the military. You know what? There's a lot of people who served in the military and peeled fucking potatoes. But evidently, he served in Afghanistan. Would be the youngest and first married gay president if elected. He would also be the first candidate to go from the mayor's office to the presidency. Which means, to me... Fuck that. You don't need to be president. He's taking the stage now. Here's what we know about him. But a gig. And let me say this. If I'm not saying his name right. Uh, fuck you. I'm saying as best as I can. In my drunken state. But a gig. Oversees the city. He's been the mayor of South Bend since January 2012. In December, however, but a gig announced that he would not seek it. A third term. You know why? Because he's trying to be president. He's fastest rising. He's the fastest rising Democratic presidential candidate. A series of polls shows but a gig. Popularity rising among voters. A far cry from when he was receiving less than 1% of support in some polls less than a month ago. What he thinks about President Trump. He cast Trump as a backward-looking politician who has looked to use... Fear as a way to gain power. You know what? I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, Trump's not the most forward-looking president, but he's not the most backward-looking. That's all I gotta say about that. How to pronounce Buttigieg's name? Buttigieg can be pronounced Boot Edge Edge Boot Edge Edge. Buddha judge, Buddha judge, Buddha judge, or boo to judge, Buddha judge. So I guess Buddha gig is not right. Buddha judge. That's in my drunken stupor. Buddha judge is probably the easiest one to say. Buddha judge's father, Joseph, emigrated to the United States from Malta. Buddha judge roughly translates to the Lord of the Poultry. So he's the chicken prince. Chicken Prince. Chicken Prince. Baka! Baka! His 2020 platform, the mayor has called for sweeping democratic reforms on voting in the judicial system and called climate change a life and death issue for our generation. He said he wants to make every American has access to Medicare. Well, you know what? I'm going to Google the preamble to the Constitution, and I'm going to read it to you right now in my drunken stupor. Google preamble to the Constitution. Here we go. To the U.S. Constitution. Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Here we go. Now I'm going to see when I read this. Now this is the preamble. 
Now, any of you all who were, um, you know, the kind of people who um, wrote, uh, uh, you know, you wrote, when you wrote things in, in high school, you had to have a header, I don't know how to say it. Because I'm not real smart, but you you know you had to write a, uh, a an opening sentence that kind of told what was going to be going on in the whole thing. That's what the preamble to the Constitution is. Now I'm going to read this, and you tell me where a healthcare is included, b where housing is conclude included, and c where uh, welfare is included in that. Okay, we the people, this is me reading it as a drunk at 40 minutes into my podcast. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty, to ourselves and our prosperity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Now, let's just stop for just a second. I'm going to read it again because I want you to get a full understanding of that. This is what our Constitution is supposed to represent. We, the people of the United States. That means me and you, folks. Not just the people in California, Maxine Waters and uh, Nancy Pelosi, and not to just not just the people in the United, in uh, New York, Adam Schiff. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union. Now, I've heard some people complain about that phrase "more perfect union," but basically, what I feel like, and I'm drunk. Who knows? I may be wrong. But the forefathers were trying to get us to do was that we were trying to, no matter what we did, it will never be perfect. So we were trying to form a more perfect union, establish justice. That's the most important thing. They start off with the more perfect union. So first off, first thing they want us to do is to be unionized. They want us to come together as one purpose, one people. Establish justice. That's the most important thing. We're going to establish justice. Ensure domestic tranquility. We don't want to fight amongst ourselves. I don't want Maryland being fighting with uh, Kentucky. and I don't want Kentucky to be fighting with with Florida and that sort of thing. I don't, I don't want that to happen. So we're going to um, establish justice. Ensure domestic tranquility. Domestic tranquility. We're going to Make sure we don't fight amongst ourselves. Provide for the common defense. Now that's a big contingent point. Provide for the common defense. I don't necessarily think that we need 2 million people that uh, are volunteers from across the United States of America to provide for the common defense. But let's just say that's how that you look at it. And um, I... 
I feel like that uh, provide for the common defense is the, um, you know, East Tennessee is different from West Tennessee. West Tennessee is different from Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee is different from East Tennessee. That's just using Tennessee as an example. We need to provide for our own defense. But I digress. That's not the biggest issue right now. Provide for the common defense. Promote the general welfare. And that's an important thing right there. General welfare. And I want to point out the word in a preamble to our Constitution is general. General welfare. Not the specific welfare. And I apologize if I'm holding on to the microphone a little too much and I'm getting a little too much. Uh, that's, that's my hands. But I want to be, I just want to point out to these people that it's not the it's not the specific welfare, which would be sending a check specifically to John Doe out there to help him, but for the general welfare, promote, and it's not even support. Note the word that they used. These forefathers were not stupid sons of bitches. They used the word promote the general welfare not provide the specific welfare of an individual but to promote the general welfare in other words i'm going to do things that will not impede you from providing welfare for you and your family and to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity. To secure that. In other words, what was good for my generation will be good for the next generation and the generation after and all the generations preceding. Do ordain and establish the Constitution for the United States of America. Okay. We are about 45 minutes in. And I feel like I've rambled on enough. Y'all may not understand it. Y'all may not give a fuck. But I'm going to say this. As a uh, libertarian, and from the preamble of the United States, we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity, do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. I'm going to say this. If your belief and what you do in your life does not affect me or anybody else in a negative way, I don't care what you do. Do it. You want to stick your pecker in a knot hole, in a fence, and get your jollies that way, I don't care because that doesn't affect me. And if you want to stick your pecker into my sheep, that affects me. Different story. That's about as simple as I can get. 
Okay, I'm going to get off here. 47 minutes in on Kevin's podcast show. It's been a while since I put out a podcast. This may or may not be a good podcast, but we're going to do it. And uh, it's going to be it. It's going to be that is what it is kind of thing. I've rambled on for a little while. You all have either tuned in and been amused and maybe educated a little bit, or you've tuned out and at this point, like fuck. So, you know. But anyway, uh, until next time, I'm going to say this is uh, Kevin's podcast show, and we're going to go with deuces and duck lips. One, metaphysics. Objective reality. Two, epistemology, reason. Three, ethics, self-interest. Four, politics, capitalism. If you want this translated into simple language, it would read, one, nature to be commanded must be obeyed, or wishing won't make it so. Two, you can't eat your cake and have it too. Three, Man is an end in himself. Four, give me liberty or give me death.